forgot something. While I'm getting what I forgot, you can all get into your small groups so you can rearrange your chairs. While we're doing that, I just want to thank uh, all those who helped this morning, uh, to Rich and his music crew. It's just been beautiful for me to, to worship with you today and to uh, share this time with you. I'm very grateful for uh, another six slices of bacon. And although it's not as bad, I heard that years ago, not at this, but at another family camp, a certain son of one of ours didn't have six slices of bacon, but 16 <laughs> slices of bacon. Golly. And Hillary, thank you for your sharing. That was uh, beautiful. Um, really appreciate uh, it's just the gift of faith, that faith, God's working in everything, even on the golf course. Um, and for me, that would be quite miraculous. Although I did once win a prize in a golf tournament. I won a putter for more putts than anyone else. <laughs> and someone said, Father, that's embarrassing you winning that putter. You should have lied. I said, if I lied anymore, it would have been like, just like, uh, so. Uh, and uh, my mother went golfing three times with my dad, and she had got pregnant three times, so then she stopped golfing. So um, I don't understand, but that's all right. And Courtney, know of our prayers for you, and uh, ongoingly, so we as a community, and, and um there are so many needs, and as our children are up here, it was just beautiful for me to, um, to watch. And one of the songs that we sang, uh, sang it from God's perspective, saying that we are his portion. And, uh, of course, it's he who is our portion, but really we are God's portion. We are the apple of his eye. That's from Scripture. Um, in John 17, it says... Uh, they, Jesus says, they, us, will be, are yours, and you give them to me. We are God's, we are the Father's gift to his son. The Father said, what gift can I give to my son? I'll give them the people of God. And so there's this beautiful reality that's here among us, that we are God's gift to his son, we are a gift to each other, and that uh, God's doing something great and wonderful here. So um, I'm pleased to be with you. And to have a different kind of Sunday than I normally have, my goodness. I was just thinking I'd be in the midst of one of our services with 800 people running around. And what about this? What about that? So it's great to be here. Um, so we're going to, and then uh, we're going to reflect on the road to Zacchaeus, the path, uh, the Zacchaeus climbing up the sycamore tree. And um, we're going to do it in our small groups. We're going to, I want to invite us, as we talked yesterday about prayer, and really one of the hearts of prayer, what we want to have at the heart of prayer, I would propose, is the Word of God, the Scriptures. And so how can we do that? So in our small groups, we're going to be taking time to be looking at this passage and then reflecting on it. And I'll be saying some play-by-play uh, -play commentary, and I'll be inviting you to kind of go back and forth a little bit. So that's what we're going to try to do. So we're kind of combining small group and my blah, blah, blah all at the same time. So ready to go? And it's great. I'm told we got till 2 o'clock. So, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. No, I don't. So I'm going to read this. Uh, I'm going to read the passage. And as I read it, um, just listen to it. If there's a word that really strikes you, you can maybe underline it or something. 
or if there's a word that you go, what the heck is that all about? You can underline that as well. Do we have any extra copies of this? Yeah. Got a few over here. So does anyone need one? I think we need, I think Paul needs one. I mean, you can share with your wife, but I think. Yeah. And uh, there's pens someplace around, we can, I think, too. So if people need a pen, I, th I think the uh, organization has pens someplace, too. Okay. So let us, look at that. Just speak and they arrive. Look at that. All right. He came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now a man there named Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man. Was seeking to see who Jesus was, but he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead, climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly, received him with joy. When they saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. I just invite you to... Uh, glance over that again and to circle one or two words or phrases that stand out to you. And then when you've done that, you can each share that one or two words with one another. So you don't have to explain too much, just kind of share that word so Jericho, if you've been to the Holy Land of Palestine, it's one of the oldest cities in the world. It competes, I think, with a couple in China and uh, goes back about 10,000 years. There's a dig there, which you can see layer after layer of um, civilization going back 10,000 years. This is uh, the tree. Uh, we know that because there's a special marker that, of course, the townspeople left back then. Not just joking. Okay. And... Uh, but this is a sycamore tree, and I, if I'm, I'm guessing this is the one right in the center where all the buses kind of converge, and it's kind of a cool spot. So um, it's in the Palestinian territory, and of course, you go down from Jerusalem. Every, Jerusalem's always up. It's always referred to up. Uh, you go up to Jerusalem. It's kind of like Madison. It's, they don't have downtown. They have uptown. And, uh, and you go up because you go up to God, and so everything flows from Jerusalem. So... We're down to Jericho, it's in the uh, valley, it's fairly lush and very hot. And there was a guy there um, named uh, Zacchaeus, and now there was a man. So what uh, Luke is saying is, hey everybody, there's this guy named Zacchaeus, and uh, Zacchaeus was known by everybody in that town. 
of course. Why? He was a chief tax collector. What does that mean to you? Chief, chief tax collector. And of course, we've heard about this story. He's a bad guy. Um, I know, anyone here work for IRS? <laughs> Even to this day, IRS has a bad rap, and it shouldn't because tax collectors, all jobs are meant to be holy, and collecting taxes is a legitimate thing that the government does. Um, you can argue whether it should be more or less, but uh, it needs to happen. And but Zacchaeus made his living by not simply collecting taxes, but saying, you owe more, of course, and he became a wealthy person. He became a wealthy person from everybody there. And so he wasn't just a tax collector, he was the chief tax collector. And, um, you know, if you're gonna be a bad person, you might as well go all the way. <laughs> Sin boldly, I think, is what Martin Luther said. So, um, and so there he is, and he was also a wealthy man. And again, wealth is always a relative term. Um, all of us are probably wealthier than Zacchaeus was. We all certainly have nicer homes. We all have uh, toilets that he'd be envious of, you know, so especially in the middle of the winter. Um, but there he was, and he was doing all his good things. Um, so what kind of friendships do you think he had? And why? What can't you buy with money? You know, and you could buy like relationships and big parties, but our newspapers about once a month are filled with somebody who had a big party and, you know, later that night died. Um, like it really died alone, lonely. Not simply alone, but lonely. It's one thing to live alone, but to live lonely. You could be surrounded by a billion people. Is that one of the problems of our society? Is that we have all this stuff. We got Game Boys and we got this and that and more more toys on our computers than, you know, all of the world had combined back then. And yet, loneliness. And so, all this stuff can make us lonely. And it's a good thing for us to reflect on. You know, when we're thinking of our own loneliness, well, maybe you should get rid of some stuff. But what did his loneliness lead him to? He was seeking to see who Jesus was. Seeking to see who Jesus was but he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So why don't you take in your little group a minute to discuss that. So he was seeking to see who Jesus was, but he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So as you're discussing that, who are the players in that sentence? There's three of them, in case you're wondering. And what are their roles? And which, and which role do you play in the lives of your family and friends? So that'd be a question you could ask. So just take a look at that, reflect on it. I'm making us work. This is an active um, presentation here. So was seeking, Zacchaeus was seeking to see who Jesus was, but he could not because of the crowd for his shortened stature. Don't go on to verse 4. Stick with verse 3. All right? So have some conversation about that. Okay? What's kind of interesting is there's one line, and look how long you're spending on that one verse. See, God's word is so rich and so deep and so, there's so much there that 
again, every verse of Scripture, you can just spend years. In fact, you know, people who get their PhD in Scripture, they have to like write a verse on, or write a hundred pages or two hundred pages on, like something that no one else has done, and like everybody's already done it, but they keep doing these PhDs. Like there's so much in the Word of God, and uh, and so there he was seeking. So who are the three characters in this verse? One's Jesus, the crowd, and Zacchaeus. So who do you most identify with? <laughs> so at times, at Jesus, that's right. Well, we want to, at times, we're probably all three. But it's good. You should always say that your wife is like Jesus. That's good. You get a ride home. So, um, but you know, sometimes I'm like Zacchaeus, ain't I? Like I'm, I'm lost. I'm, I'm feeling short. I'm feeling out of it. I, I, I need to seek. And sometimes in my humility, that humility might lead me to seek. Like there's a grace, there's a way in which God is already operating here in this man's life. It's all about God's grace because Jesus is the hound of heaven. He's the one pursuing us and he's doing it by moving our hearts. I love that skit that the kids did. Wasn't it like the coolest thing? Um, you know, and, and so uh, teens are people who are seeking. We want to be like them. And so uh, they're seeking. So you have Jesus. He's in there. Who is Jesus? And what do we know about Jesus? Well, you know, Zacchaeus probably heard about Jesus. Probably heard that he was like this interesting figure. Probably watched a couple clips on CNN and uh, watched a couple of YouTube. Maybe saw one of Jesus' TED Talks. And, and so there he is trying to be aware of, but to see. I want to see. There's that great line from Mark chapter 10, Bartimaeus, the morning man born blind, he's in front of Jesus, and Jesus asked him the most, like, duh question ever. What is it that you want? Well, take a guess, Jesus. I'm blind. But Jesus asks him so that he might know what he wants. I want to see. I want to see. And Zacchaeus wants to see. But he could not because of the crowd. The crowd. Who's the crowd made up of? Fellow Jews. His fellow you know, believers. But the crowd is preventing him. And we often see the crowd preventing him. One of the things that uh, Pope Francis has been challenging uh, the leadership of the Catholic Church of is don't be like the crowd. I mean, he's been confronted. He's making bishops and priests uncomfortable. Because sometimes we, we get caught up in this and we prevent people. And so we don't want to prevent people. We want to be those who help people to see Jesus. Don't be the crowd. The crowd's not a good group. We want to be the assembly of God, not the crowd of God. We don't want to crowd out for your shortened stature. So short, who else is short? Your wife? We had a whole bunch of short people up here earlier. Children. So verse 4. You ready for verse 4? So he, Zacchaeus, ran ahead, climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus was about to pass 
that way. So he ran ahead, climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus. So why don't you take a look at that question, discuss that, and discuss what is Zacchaeus behaving like? He's behaving like something. So what is it that he... So, little verse, but a lot in this verse. What does Zacchaeus act like? A child. He's doing all these childish things. And what does Jesus say? Unless you become like a child, you will not see the kingdom of God. And so all of a sudden, the outsider, Zacchaeus, is becoming the insider. There's that song by um, Matt Maurer, uh, who's got a line, and I don't know if the song's by him, but he sings it. Uh, and Jesus uh, sees children as ambassadors of the kingdom of God. I just love that line, that children are the ambassadors of the kingdom of God. Like, and so it's so weird. Like, why would you make a child the ambassador of a kingdom, you'd make someone important like you or me, but not a child. And so Zacchaeus, in order for him to enter into the kingdom of God, has to become a child. So he's doing these childish things. He's running and he's climbing a tree. When's the last time anyone here climbed a tree? Okay, maybe some of you hunters. I have not <laughs> climbed a tree in a long time. And um, so there he's doing something and to see, to get a glimpse just a glimpse. Verse 5. When Zacchaeus reached the place, Jesus looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay in your house. And he reached the place. Jesus looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. So now it's not Zacchaeus looking, it's someone else looking. So talk about what that means. Um, what's happening in this place? What does the place mean? What does today mean? What does house mean? So, have a little conversation. So, um, again, imagine the, the situation. It's dusty. It's hot out. Uh, Jesus and his apostles are walking through town. There's some shade. So, of course, they go near the tree because they want a little shade. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> and there's Zacchaeus up in the tree. I imagine him up in the tree and... What does he look like? You know, he's probably short, because it says he's probably a little dumpy, and uh, might be bald. I imagine him as being older, and I imagine him up in that tree huffing and puffing, like, I've climbed this tree the first time since I was three years old, and how the heck am I going to get down here, and I hope I don't break my leg, because my mother's going to kill me if I do, and, <laughs> and while he's there, all of a sudden, Jesus is walking along, stops, looks up. At which point Zacchaeus is probably saying, hide me, hide me, right? And says Zacchaeus, so Zacchaeus is probably thinking, even Jesus knows who the heck I am. Like, 
like in an embarrassing kind of way, perhaps, because everybody knows who he is, because nobody wants to be, don't be friends with, be friends with anyone, but not Zacchaeus. And then Jesus says, Zacchaeus, hurry down. Today I must stay at your house. What do you think his eyeballs look like? Ooh, me? Me? You don't want to stay at my house. You want to stay at the Pharisee's house because the Pharisee, he tithes and he gives to the temple and he does all these nice things. You want to stay at my house? Looked. Jesus looked up. Where else do we hear about Jesus looking? You think of any other passages where Jesus looked? He looked, he looked at the blind man and said, what do you want? Any other look passages that come to mind? He looks down at the cross, looks at his beloved disciple and his mother, down from the cross. Yeah, I love that passage the, on the rich man, the rich young man. He looked at him and loved him and then said, you need to give up everything you have. But first he looked at him how? With love. On the shore of Galilee, he looked at Peter and said, do you love me? Um, when Peter denied him, right before that, they're, walk they're walking across the praetorium, the cock crows, and Jesus looks, and Peter looks, and Peter goes, oh, crap. <laughs> so to be looked at by God, it's a beautiful thing. To know that God looks at us. And what is Zacchaeus doing? He's doing what we all need to do. He's, he's doing what we did this morning as we were singing songs of worship. He was putting himself in a position to be seen by God. Now God always sees us, right? God sees everything. And so really what we're doing is putting ourselves in a position to be aware that we're being seen by God. But what Zacchaeus is doing is saying, where can I be seen by God? And so sometimes when your life is hectic or your life is filled with sin or your life is chaotic or your life is dull or boring, um, put yourself in a position where you can see God seeing you. Because when God looks at you, he delights in you, he loves you, he smiles, he forgives. God's like a grandma, right? Don't you love grandmas? So they're just like, oh, I love you. You know, and like, you know, my, I, the only place I could put five tablespoons of sugar in my iced tea was at grandma's house. I mean, like, she, like. Um, and Jesus always sees the outsider. Who are the outsiders in our society? Who are the outsiders in your life? around you, the elderly, the poor. You know, you ever go up to um, downtown Minneapolis and there's always somebody there that's got signs that work for food, and what do we do? You know, and of course I got my collar on, so what do I do? Because ah. <laughs> otherwise I gotta like reach down and like give them something, and I hope it stays green so I can slide right through. Don't look, don't look. Jesus looks. Jesus sees. 
and he sees in a way that says to the other person, I want you in my life, and I want to be in your life. Wow. To see like God, huh? He came down quickly, received him with joy. Quickly. Received. We want to receive Jesus into our lives. We don't take him into our lives. We receive him. He presents himself. Verse 6. Verse 7. When they, who's they? The crowd, saw this, they began to grumble. Sounds like kids on a trip. They began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at their house, the house of a sinner. He has gone to stay. Where else does the word stay get used in the Gospel of St. Luke? Very end of the Gospel. There's three people, they're walking from Emmaus. Two of them are Cleopas and his wife or a friend. And then this other person, this stranger, who of course we know is Jesus, they get to Emmaus and they say, stay with us. Stay with us. Jesus went to stay at his house. And of course, um, they're upset. They grumble, they gripe. But to stay at the, at the lodge, to lodge with him. So let's take a little time with verse 8. I'm pushing this ahead because I don't want to miss lunch. There's more bacon awaiting us. <laughs> but Zacchaeus stood there, said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. I shall give half my possessions to the poor, and if I extorted anything, I shall pay it four, four times older. So there's two. He knows his, his Old Testament very well. A couple of passages, one from Exodus, if you steal an animal, you need to pay, not only give it back, but pay it over four times over. So if I take your chicken, I have to give you four more chickens. And uh, he's got chickens. But anyways, um, and then Leviticus, you need to give back a percentage to the poor. And so uh, take some time to discuss that passage. But Zacchaeus stood there. Now who's he standing against? And said to the Lord, Behold, half my possessions... I shall give to the poor. I've exhorted anything from anyone. I shall pay it four times over. So also think of Luke 15. You've got the uh, son coming home from uh, his wayward ways, the younger son, and he's rehearsing something. So he'll be thinking of what he's rehearsing as he's coming back to his dad. So take a few minutes and reflect on verse 8 here. Okay, a lot we could do here on this passage. Uh, he stood there. If you recall, there was um, in Luke's gospel, you got the rich man, uh, the Pharisee, who goes up to the heaven and he says, thank you, God, that I'm not like this other one who is decrepit. And then you've got the poor one who's standing over here beating his breast. And so it says there that he stood there. Uh, Luke 18, he stood there 
in the temple declaring himself. Uh, and he's, taking his, he's standing there taking his ground. Here, Zacchaeus is now, like, in an opposite way, standing there against the Pharisees, against the crowd, saying, I've got God on my side. I now know that Jesus is with me, and therefore he is my possession. Therefore, I will stand now against you and stand with the Lord, as opposed to stand against the Lord. And, I, and because God is my possession, what I have doesn't matter. So I give half what I have to the poor. If I defrauded anybody, is there anyone he hasn't defrauded? I will give four times over. So what he doesn't say is I will give everything away because maybe he has a family he has to take care of. So Jesus has particular calls to the rich man, give everything. To Zacchaeus, give half. Not 10%, half. So, uh, but it's great. It's, a, it's just, and there's a change. Like, you can tell something has happened. There's a change in his life. Um, and so, he, it's like, it's an amazing, there's so much to say there. Verse 9 and 10. Jesus said to him, Today, salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek to save what was lost. Jesus said to Zacchaeus, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek to save what is lost. So, maybe reflect a bit on the word today is a significant word. This house, what does that mean? So, take a minute to converse and then we're going to have some announcements here. So let us, um, because there's kids awaiting us, uh, awaiting you, (laughs) Uh, we should uh, conclude, let's say a little prayer. Um, One of the things that you might want to do even uh, later, if you don't have to run and get kids after Pete makes his announcements and you run to get your kids, um, is to uh, go around in your sharing group and with that word that you circled at the very beginning, say a prayer with that word in it. So, but we don't quite have time for that. And so let us simply, simply say a prayer today. Today, Lord, we are here and we are grateful for all your blessings. We are grateful for the children among us. We are grateful for the beauty of nature. We are grateful for the freshness of the snow and the Christmas of the air. We pray that as we continue to be present here, May we be aware of your presence in our lives, that you give us the grace to be present to one another. We pray that you would give us the grace to receive the gift of this moment, this time today. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.